ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are grateful. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Lucas Owen, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Anthony, what's going on, man? Not much, brother. Not much. Just got back from a nice little walk. I'm excited to talk about uh, nootropics, brain-targeted nutrients, testosterone, sleep hacks, ice in, ice in the testicles, all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> we got a good one today. Same here, man. I'm, uh, I'm pumped to be here. And I just want to, yeah, maybe maybe let your listeners know that like we have been you know friends for a number of years now. Like We, we yeah. connected... How many years ago? It would have been like at least four or five years back, right? I feel like it was like 2016, 2017, but it's all a blur. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, nice, man. Well, I mean, for our listeners who aren't familiar with your work uh, and what you do over at, at ergogenic.health, um, maybe you could give us a bit of your origin story and background. Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, so my journey really started out as a professional soccer player. Um, you know, I was always looking for different ways to improve my performance on the soccer field. Um, and that's when I sort of discovered the whole realm and the whole world of nootropics. Um, and I started experimenting with a range of different compounds and I fell in love with one in particular, which I'm sure you know, you know of and I'm sure your listeners know of is L-theanine. Um, I noticed mm-hmm. that that was making me feel like more calm and it improved my ability to read, like read the play. Um, and then from there, I just got, I just fell in love with the whole idea of being able to hack your physiology and, and modulate neurochemistry and alter hormones and things like that. And then basically transitioned from playing soccer into um, my naturopathy degree, which I completed, you know, four years of study full time, um, completed a naturopathy degree. And then from there, I sort of got involved in like a, a, a nootropic startup. So I had the opportunity to like formulate. Um, a nootropic stack, um, you know, I was using some cutting edge ingredients there. And then basically from there, I then like decided, all right, it's about time I, I, I launched my own platform and, and showcase my knowledge. And that's when I, you know, started my Instagram profile, which is just full of just golden health hacks and tips and things like that. And then, and then it just sort of snowballed from there, website, podcast, YouTube channel. And, and yeah, I just, I love what I do. Awesome, bro. And your uh, your Instagram is uh, Ergogenic Health, E-R-G-O-G-E-N-I-C-H-E-A-L-T-H, correct? All right, nice. So guys, check that out. Um, yeah, L-theanine's phenomenal. I've been on I've been on that stuff for a while too and noticed something similar where like, you know, when I dug into the research where I was, I was even more intrigued, like what's going on here? And then you start realizing it almost has a, a, a an effect that like, would would be created physiologically in the body if you meditated more you know it's increasing like these alpha and theta brain waves that are responsible for like uh, you know being in that like relaxed focused flow state and it's pretty powerful stuff especially if you also meditate and then and engage in in some of those mindfulness practices um i want to talk too about like so you had uh there's there's a nootropic i think you talked about it with ben greenfield that in some ways, I believe it's a, it's a dopaminergic compound that has some similarities to like the plant medicine ayahuasca, but is you know is different. And um, 
maybe you could talk about that a little bit, just because I think it's it's relevant. And and one of my clients that's in uh, Costa Rica right now, he'd ordered a bunch of it, and he was like, "I'll just I'll just continue with more questions so you could t- touch on this." He was like, "Okay," he's like, "So I'm reading stuff on forums about people like shouldn't be taking this in the sun, and like you could have certain reactions in this and that." And he's like, "So." I mean, should I do it or should I not? I live in Costa Rica. I'm not going to get out of the sun. You know what I mean? So I told him, I was like, well, I'm talking with Lucas tomorrow. So maybe that's a question that would be better for him to field. So maybe you can kind of speak on that compound, what similarities it has to ayahuasca as, as a, a, a dopaminergic substance and uh, whether or not you can take it if you live in Costa Rica and places, sunny places like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So the compound we're referring to is 9-MBC, so 9-methyl-beta-carboline. Um, now within the ayahuasca brew, obviously we understand that there are many different compounds that, you know, elicit psychoactive effects. Now these better carbolines, um, one of which is this nine MBC, it's a derivative, it's a, it's a, technically it is a better carboline. And when the researchers identified nine MBC, they were looking into, um, how it could, uh, basically be protective for Parkinson's disease. And if you look at some of the initial rat studies, there was an incredible ability for it to regenerate, repair, and restore uh, dopaminergic neurons and even protect against uh, dopamine neuron cell death. Um, and then I sort of d- dove into the research even further and looked into its other mechanisms of action, realized that it could upregulate GDNF, so glial-derived neurotrophic factor, um, increased nerve growth factor, BDNF, um, and it you know, basically turned out to be this wonder molecule that could help to reverse uh, dopaminergic cell damage and or for me, I was looking at it like, okay, this could be a compound that could be highly beneficial for individuals that have completely abused their dopaminergic axis, their dopaminergic system with the use of like, you know, Ritalin, Adderall, stimulants, maybe even illicit drugs. Screens all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then I, um, like I, I was looking into like vendors to manufacture it and like who was actually synthesizing it. And there was only one company at the time of which now, unfortunately, they have been taken down by the FDA um, science uh, that's weird because they're looking out for us <laughs> so uh oh, it, oh, must it must have been have dangerous, dangerous. <laughs> laying the sarcasm on pretty thick guys for those of you that <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly um and then from there really like we had some like early beta testers and some psychonauts who were just like all right let's let's administer this compound at a very low dose you know between 10 to 20 milligrams orally. So it was like, so bioavailable orally. Um, And then some of the initial reports were quite overwhelming, like in terms of how people were responding and also just like the initial subjective logs that people were reporting online. Um, And then from there, basically, it just became like, I guess, known as like something that people could leverage maybe not use chronic, definitely not a chronically, we, we can't use it chronically because of the safety profile. Again, this this has not been studied in humans. So obviously, I mean, it, it is quite risky, but it did look quite promising in the rat studies. And then, you know, as you mentioned, uh, the concern of um, DNA damage, um, particularly from like sunlight exposure. 
Um, I personally, my impression here is that I think that risk is overblown because mm-hmm. there are many other like supplements and herbs that can also have that um, deleterious effect. For example, like both you and I know like St. John's wort that mm-hmm. has that like side effect, but what percentage of people actually, I mean, they might have a bit, bit more sun sensitivity, but then it's like, well, if you've got good antioxidant status in the body, it shouldn't really be a, a big issue. And it's an, it's an issue with a ton of acne medications that, I mean, I hope our listeners aren't taking, but you know, that, that a lot of people, that a lot of people take and, and have very little problem. I mean, when I was going through, uh, you know, a, a, the, 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 the change of adolescence, I broke out a little bit. I tried some of that stuff and I remember being like, you know, don't go in the sun with it. And I, of course did, I was a teenager, you know what I mean? So, and no problems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely, obviously, we got to factor that in as well. But in terms of like the initial reports, what people were, were um, saying about the compound and then also like linking up all of the research and, and even like still there's, I would assume that maybe in 2022, there'll be a few more studies coming out. Um, but like all of a lot of the other better carbolines are actually neurotoxic, but this one here displayed neuroprotective quality so it's interesting to see that like um just how it's sort of working and um yeah i mean it's to me i look at it i I don't view it as again like something that you'd want to be using every day like something like theanine which has a super strong safety profile and or Mm l-carnitine and things like that yeah Um, yeah. but it's it, it has been a tool just like all of these biohacks that we talk about like it's just yet another tool that may be, you know, deployed under certain situations. Sure. Do you, is it something that you take or cycle in periodically or not so much anymore? I actually came up with a, with a catchphrase or sort of like a motto. It was like 9MBC um, Sundays, which is okay. <laughs> um, but this is not for like me personally, but I, I would imagine this would be like for people who have like maybe gone out on the Friday or Saturday night and gone on a bender, maybe they need some sort of recovery protocol for the Sunday not to feel completely smashed or hungover, um, then I think that could be a potential application, maybe, you know, dosing on the Sunday, Monday, and then backing off. Because I I think it has, it's very potent. And if you actually ingest it, you will see how intensely bitter, like the, it is so, and you've done ayahuasca like many times, right? Like yeah, the the brew at least and, at least eight times, and and the actual <laughs> I've never done it personally, but like the flavor profile of the drink, oh, it's, it's nauseating. Yeah, well, this nine NBC, like it's so strong, Anthony. Like it's really intense, like really bitter. Um, even a really small amount, like is just super strong. Um, but yeah, I mean, like nine NBC is one of many. Like the the. I, I don't I see it as useful under certain situations, but again, I'd actually lean towards some other like if we're trying to optimize for like dopamine and and energy motivation mood, like there are other nootropics out there as well, which you know we can sort of discuss. Cool. yeah, there's some two things I want to bring up as well that like because 
my dad was diagnosed with Parkinson's in, in 2015. I've had on John Gray, who uh, created the books on men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and that whole series. He had Parkinson's and is one of one of the few people that was able to co- completely get rid of all of his symptoms and overcome it. And he was the one that brought my attention to. Um, and, and look, I'm not making this as a recommendation. I'm just sharing, you know, part of the the, the conversation that John and I had. He's like, get your dad off of the meds. He goes, they're part of the problem. And as long as he's on those, he's going to most likely continue to deteriorate. And so we started really shining a light on, okay, how much was he taking? What happened after those doses? And realized, yeah, he's right. This this stuff is like poison, essentially. And, and we've been working at comp- getting him completely off of it. We're very close right now. Um, but from our observation and from what John has shared, like anyone that, that you love and care about, I I highly encourage that, you know, that may be dealing with Parkinson's. I highly encourage them to listen to that, that episode I did with uh, John Gray and really work with someone because most neurologists are not well-versed in this. And like, we've changed neurologists so that like we have access to like MRIs and that sort of thing as part of my dad's treatment when, when necessary. And they all want to just put him back on high doses of this stuff. And we're like, does anyone even pay attention to what's going on in the medical field in this space? Or, or, or is it just like the big guys upstairs tell us to do this. So we do this, you know, it's like, when do we stop thinking and, and, and applying logic and, you know, critical analyses of how patients respond to stuff. It's like, or do we just say, oh no, you get Parkinson's and you get worse. Well, why? Maybe it's what we're doing. Anyway, that's just a side note that's close to my heart. And and again, that's not my advice. I'm not a doctor. I don't tell people to get off medication or anything like that. I encourage you guys to take control of your health. So I, I wanted to just mention that as, as part of, because it, it is a piece, you know, if you're just constantly trying to biohack your dopamine centers and you're also taking something that may be making the condition worse, uh, you're going to be kind of swimming upstream the the entire time. For sure. For sure. I, I assume you're talking about like the L-dopa, is it? Yeah. Carbidopa, carb, levodopa. So like the synthetic stuff, like Makuna is, as a source of, of dopamine seems to be pretty well tolerated and, and even beneficial. But when you get into the patented uh, slash patentable synthetic versions, carbidopa, levodopa. Um, that, that's where we start seeing some of the problems that John Gray talked about, and that you know my dad experienced firsthand. You know, yeah, with the Macuna, what's I actually remember seeing a really interesting study is that like they actually deliberately <clears throat> removed the L-dopa in Macuna and administered it to a Parkinson's mice, and it still had a neuro. A neuroprotective effect and um, improved the motor symptoms of Parkinson's even by re- removing the old dopa. So it just goes to show yeah. like, the herb, the full spectrum. For sure. For sure. I mean, we, we kind of knew the protocol was uh, in part, you know, the, uh, we have a combination of a few different things. I won't go into all the detail, but, you know, we're utilizing Macuna, we're utilizing 5-HTP, L-theanine, uh, Bicolin with Skullcap, uh, extract and, and some other things. And, uh, basically I knew I needed help because in order to like strategically get him off of his doses and then, and then 
supplement that with the appropriate doses of the natural stuff. I was like, there's too many moving pieces based on my level of expertise here. So I found someone good and and brought her in to help with that. And then, you know, you just got to keep a keen eye because she's like, okay, we need to also have a neurologist. Cause I basically like my dad's neurologist, we were in there and, and he was, he was pushing the jab a ding dong on him. And I'm like, look, we're good on that, dude. And two or three times he tried, I'm like, stop bringing it up, you know? And I'm like, that has killed more people than any other jab a ding dong combined in the past 20 years. He's like, I haven't seen that. I'm like, do you read at all? You go online, you dig around a bit. I'm like, it's all over the place. I'm like, I know multiple people who've had loved ones pass after getting it, you know? And he was like, I don't think that's true. And I was like, well, you can talk to my friend who just lost his grandpa. And uh, within 24 hours of it, you know, let him know that you think uh, that you think he's full of, full of BS, you know? And I was like, have a good day, dude. And so we left, we had to get a new neurologist because, you know, just in case we needed like MRIs and stuff. And then we get a new one and they're trying to put my dad back on all the same stuff. Like you got to really keep your head on a swivel. Like you're in a cockfight these days. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's talk about some of those other nootropics and compounds that you're excited about, which ones you take fairly consistently, which ones you like cycling in. You and, and I want to mention this, you've got a nootropics masterclass. You've got a testosterone masterclass. We got a discount set up for all of our listeners. Um, but those can be found at ergogenic.health. We'll have discount code biohacks um, and we'll link to them in the show notes too. But I know some of you guys are working out, some of you are driving. So if you just go to ergogenic.health and enter discount code biohacks, you can get them that way. Or again, we'll, we'll have the links uh, worked into the show notes. But yeah, let's, let's kind of do a deep dive on, on nootropics and share some, share some nuggets. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'd say my next favorite one really is actually um, a, a derivative of vitamin B1. Um, it's called um, TTFD, um, which I also mentioned on Ben Greenfield's show. But that, that's been an absolute game changer for a number of conditions and also just for general like that dopaminergic push that maybe you might get from, let's say, tyrosine or um, some other dopamine precursors. Is this like solbutamine or is it different than solbutamine? It's like a different form of B1. There's like solbutamine uh, and it's like alethiamine and then this is yeah. like TTFD. Um, I've used all different types of B1, but this like TTFD is by far the most like subjectively noticeable version of B1. And like, okay. yeah, it's, it's one that a lot I've of people- tried that. Yeah, I'll have to. I mean, I I just did a post on um on Instagram to talk about it. Like, you know, coffee. You know, I, I describe it as like this: like B one can fix fatigue, coffee can mask fatigue. And the the right. reason I say that is because like this particular form actually helps the brain to utilize glucose as a energy substrate, and it's very very mm. potent at doing that because it's like the rate limiting step in that Krebs cycle. It's actually start the process of converting, um, you know, food into energy really. Yeah. Interesting. Like I've, I noticed a difference when I first started taking benfotiamine, um, which is, which is a little bit, you know, more on the mitochondrial side and, uh, you know, it's, it's quote unquote synthetic form of B1, but, um, I noticed the big difference with that. Honestly, I didn't notice too, too much from salbutamine. Um, but I, I've got to try this TTF, TTFT, um, TTFD, 
TTFD. D, yeah. D, all right, like D's notes. All right, <laughs> TTFD. My bad. So, t- and do you guys sell that on uh, ergogenic.health? Yeah, I do have a like a vendor that goes to US and also for the Australian audience as well. So that's yeah, linked on there. Sweet. And then what what dosages and and timing do you like for that? Yeah, so this is where you got to be pretty careful because um, it depends on your other B vitamin status. So like if you're deficient in B2, then you're going to get an adverse effect or even if mm. you're deficient in like manganese, things like that. So starting as low as possible, I always recommend about 25 milligrams orally um, in the morning with food. Um, okay. Yeah, if you do it on an empty stomach, you're probably going to run into hypoglycemia pretty quickly because it does mm. lower blood sugar pretty powerfully. No kidding. What about people that are on like an intermittent fasting nutritional template? Um, in this situation, uh, maybe. Hmm. Could you take it with your first meal? If like if you eat at like eleven a.m. or noon or something like that, then, like, then I'd dose it. it first yeah, yeah, I'd still dose it around eleven, twelve with your first meal. Should be fine. If you do dose it like too close to bed, it will absolutely destroy us. I've tested it that many times. Like if you do it after six p.m., like. My aura ring scores, like it's terrible. You were just having so many yeah. nighttime awakenings. Interesting. All right. That's very cool. Um, all right. I'm going to have to try that. So you're, you're one for one on nootropics that I need to try. Um, what else do you like? <laughs> the other one is one that's like, personally, it, it really changed my life. Um, this was a number of years ago when I was, studying i was looking for something that would help with like task initiation like the ability to like just stop being stuck in your own head and just like actually do shit and like take uh, action pro, a procrastination pill yes <laughs> yeah exactly um it's called uridine uridine monophosphate um like that ingredient there for me and for a number of friends that i told i've told about all say the same thing. Like uridine just makes you want to get shit done and it does it Mm -hmm. like in such a clean and sustainable way. It's very balanced. There's no crash. Um, You know, it improves like verbal fluency. It just just makes you feel like it removes cobwebs in your brain basically. Um, Yeah, it's good stuff. It's like an ingredient in in mother's milk. Yeah, yeah, it's actually... (laughs) It's in breast milk, yeah. Um, so for, for those of you who don't have access to fresh breast milk, you could always take uridine. <laughs> well, it's funny. One of, one of my friends on um, Instagram recently was actually experimenting with human breast milk. So he was trying really? it the other week, yeah. Anything? Um, I think he he just acted very weird after it. I'm not sure if he was putting it on for the camera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, how do you not get weird if you're drinking breast milk as an adult? Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of uridine, uh, and and even like tau, the the triacetyl uridine. I like both of those, and I feel like they have different effects, at least for me. Um, what what dosage and timing do you like for the uridine? Um, so what I found with uridine is like uh, in terms of like the dose response curve, very high doses would induce sleep, and I tried this numerous times, and I looked into the literature. Anything above like I would say 600 milligrams will induce sleep, but anything less than 150 milligrams would definitely give you the stimulating, energizing effects. So like 
that really that lower lower dose is is more stimulating, um, and it also stacks really really well with plenty of DHA and EPA. So um, there's a strong synergy there with the DHA EPA, and then also combining it with um, plenty of B vitamins because it can you know actually use up B6, B9, and B12 as well. For sure. Did you have you ever done genetic testing and, and like looked at your methylation, you know, the MTHFR status or anything like that? I have, I have, yeah. My um, MTHFR, um, I don't have the, I don't have any of the severe ones. Like, I don't have any real major issue converting folate, folic acid to methylfolate. Um, and I also verified that by actually trying methylfolate, and I realized like within a day or two, it was like overmethylation started getting the symptoms. So I was like, all right, yeah. I, don't, I actually don't need to take it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, interesting. Okay, cool. Because, I mean, that was a huge one for me was realizing that that I did have uh, some of those genetic variations. And like when I started taking bioactive versions of like riboflavin 5-phosphate and, you know, the benfotiamines and the, the pyridoxal 5-phosphate is B6 and, you know, the the um, methylated B12s and, and folic acid and, you know, that sort of thing. I was like, for me, I was like, wow, this makes such a big difference you know, and, uh, I couldn't even believe that I went so long without them. You know, I was like, I just needed more B vitamins. That's it. And like all of a sudden you're detoxing better, your brain's working better. You're more energized. It's, it's wild, you know? So I mentioned that just so people can have that on their radar. If, if these are things that they're experiencing where there's, they're experiencing fatigue or, or cognitive, uh, fluctuations, that sort of thing. Um, also kind of funny, I meant to mention this earlier while we were talking about B1, but a, a fun little fact that my uncle told me was you can take regular B1 like as, as thiamine and it actually repels mosquitoes. It's like a natural internal mosquito repellent and it legit works. Now, I, I have not found the same to be true with benfotiamine or sulbutamine, and, and I'm guessing I, I won't find the same to be true with TTFD, um, but that's just a little fun fact for people that live in areas with a lot of mosquitoes or, you know, if 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 Will, Willie Gates decides to start sending out a whole bunch of GMO mosquitoes, you might want to up your thigh and just a heads up. <laughs> um the thing about uridine too is is it's it's quite expensive. Like you can usually get it for a decent price, but at least like you know we've we've got that brain performance fuel that that I was telling you about, and the dosages that I was looking to put in there, I was like I couldn't believe how expensive they were as a raw ingredient for somewhat modest doses. You know, in that like a hundred to two hundred and fifty milligram range, I was like dang, I gotta, I gotta really like hit the minimum effective dose with the uridine or else I'm just going to be paying out the wazoo for this thing. You might, you might as well be using breast milk at that price. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's what we'll do. Then we don't have to run into any of this potential supply chain issues of having a supplement. We'll just, we'll, we'll just get like uh, breast milk from unjabbed Mormon women and sell that. You got your buddy's contact info? I'd like to reach out to him. I'd like to get our first customer, maybe. <laughs> what else What else do you like on the, on the nootropic side? <laughs> um, so the next one, so we've gone through Thymax, Uridine. I'd say like the next one is um, 
probably has the coolest name for a nootropic. Uh, it's called bromantane. Um, uh, so, like, bromantane was super interesting when I first researched it. it. I was looking at, like, so I was looking at, like, the category of, like, adaptogens, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, both you and I know lots about adaptogenic herbs and how they work and things like that. Like the ashwagandha, rhodiol, uh, shilajit, shizandra, that sort of thing, right? Ginseng. Yeah, yeah. So, like, then I was like, all right, so, like, what else can act as an adaptogen or similar? And then I came across this category called actoprotectors. And these actoprotectors, there's, if you search it on PubMed, you'll see a list of articles looking at, like, and there's even other herbs that act as these actoprotectors. One of them is called Aralia. But um, looking at bromantane, I, I came across an article that looked at, the use of bromantane in patients with neurasthenia, so like just general weakness and fatigue and debility and like how they feel post-surgery or just recovering from severe illness. So bromantane mm. caught my eye and then I, then I looked into its legal status and then realized that it was banned by WADA, which means that, well, maybe this actually has very potent anti-fatigue um, you know, energy stabilizing effects. Then I was like, okay, so it must be unsafe because water's banning it. And then I, you know, saw the research and there were some actual human studies where they were using 50 milligrams of um, bromantane orally. Um, and like there was a greater than 80% improvement in symptoms, uh, 80% improvement in symptoms across the, all the participants and a lot of the benefits were still remaining months after finishing dosing, which means that it's, it's using it like transiently, which is, again, you don't want to be like reliant on something long-term for energy. And then I was like, okay, so like what is it actually doing? And I, I looked into the research and, and, and realized that it was actually upregulating that tyrosine hydroxylase enzyme to convert the tyrosine into L-dopa and also the amino acid decarboxylase downstream to then push more L-dopa to dopamine. So I was like, well, this sounds amazing. Um, And it's doing it, it's upregulating the mRNA expression of these, of this, this gene basically. And I was like, this is, this is cool. This is really cool. So I ended up ordering some, and this was a long time ago. um, And I took some before going to the library. Uh, I actually had to do some studying that day. And I, I took some, and four hours after dosing, I'm like, I can't feel. I, I literally feel like it was a placebo. I actually don't notice anything at all. But then, like, it hit like the five to six hour mark, and I was like, I think I feel something now. Like, I'm feeling like a bit of an energy boost, a bit of a bump in mental clarity. And then I actually did a workout that evening, and it was by far, by far the most euphoric and best workout that I've ever done. Um, and then what actually happened from there for me subjectively, I think it actually induced like a period of like hypomania. So I was actually like, you know, sleeping like five hours a night, feeling ridiculously energetic, focused, happy. You like if music was great, everything was good for like three to four days. Um, and then I, eventually, eventually I returned back to baseline. I was actually pretty nervous because I was like, damn, have I just like, Intrigued. 
Did I just change my brain permanently? Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking that. I, was, I think I was like 21 years old when I first tried it. Um, but then from there, like um, I looked, uh, I then retried it again a number of weeks later um, and it still had the same sort of effect. And again, a lot of people uh, are noticing benefits like now, like today, using bromantane as a okay, um, yeah. When, and is it is it that fifty milligram dose that that you like? Um, well, because I'm someone who's already like really sensitive, and if you combine it with like a small dose uridine, man, like mm. the uridine and bromantane stack together, like you could get away with like twenty five milligrams of bromantane and still get enough energy, really. Cool. So uridine somewhere in that like 50 to 150 range and then the, the bromantine in like 25 to 50 milligrams. Dope. Um, I was curious. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you've read, but uh, Arthur Furstenberg wrote a book called The Invisible Rainbow that has some great stuff in it and like all books, some stuff that's not so great. But he talks a lot about that. Um, I'm going to mispronounce it. What is it? Neur- neurasthenia? Yeah, yeah, and and how much that is a result of the electrification of Earth, and like the rollout of like you know when we when we rolled out the power lines and then the radio waves and then you know working our your way up to radar and five G and stuff like that, um, and I do think that we're at a point where a lot of people are essentially hacking their dopamine pathway because many of 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 those wireless electrical devices that are now ubiquitous. Uh, in, in our in our society can cause a uh, suppression of dopamine right and like almost like you hear about um mdma or like ecstasy or molly right you take that and you're like you like dump serotonin but it's almost like robin peter to pay paul it's like you get some of like tomorrow's serotonin today but then there's there's a bit of a a rebound effect right and it's sort of like that with wireless electricity and uh dopamine you know, it's almost like, and even serotonin to a certain degree, but you know, so a lot of, a lot of what we're doing is we're like, okay, how do we improve the status, the efficiency, the effectiveness of our dopamine pathways to compensate for a very unnatural environment, or at least, yeah, I mean, it's unnatural. It's nothing like the environment that our ancestors evolved in, you know, but I do think that on a long enough timeline, you're going to have people that have kind of figured out how to, how to maintain and preserve and even uh, improve their dopamine pathways and you're gonna have the people that are just like glued to their screens and sort of uh addicted to getting dopamine from all the wrong places and i i i i, I cannot imagine a different outcome other than sort of this like bifurcation of society where you've got some people that are just like super dialed in and 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 have really mastered a lot of the switches and levers that that are required to master your physical and mental performance and then or optimize your physical and mental performance. So I'm not saying master time and time again. Um, and then you're going to have the people that are like eat, eating the cud and staring at the box and chasing, chasing the short term dopamine hits through porn and masturbation and stuff like that, that can just further erode your dopamine centers and your brain health long-term, you know, at least that's, that's kind of what I'm <laughs> seeing right now. I'd love to be proven wrong by society but i I definitely agree man i definitely agree and um like even the basic things like people that work in an office environment like Mm -hmm. just sitting under fluorescent lights like man it's like affecting cortisol increasing depression like just 
terrible. It's terrible. Like for sure, mm. for sure. Yeah. Um, I know even this light that I use for the the podcast to like light my face up. It's just like it's so offensive, and you know what I mean. Like I've I've, I've got to get I've got to get a better a better light that's more uh, biocompatible. Um, anything else that you want to share on like the nootropic side? You, I mean, we we talked or you at least wrote kind of like on um, some of the topics you wanted to discuss cosmetic neurology, and and I was like, what's that? I don't know. I'm like, is that a different word for something that that I know, or is this something I've never heard of? <laughs> well, it's a it's a it's a term that I, I really like to explore. Um, I, I covered in more detail in the nootropics course, but it's basically like <clears throat> it's based around the principle that you can completely harness and, and hijack your neurotransmitters for a specific occasion. So, like the way I look at it is like this: um, let's say public speaking, for example. Okay. If we backtrack and reverse, which neurotransmitters are directly responsible for reducing anxiety, you know, um, improving verbal fluency, making them feel a bit more sharp and witty? Okay, well, then all we need to do is increase GABA, reduce glutamate, increase acetylcholine, increase dopamine, lower histamine, you know, like increasing orexin. It's all about like being able to tinker and tweak these like i know it's very reductionist in the way that i'm sort of looking at it like this but i think it's useful for like people that want to be high performers in everything they do like for Mm -hmm. me personally if i took cordyceps like before a podcast like this it would make me just too um irritable slash anxious and so like i won't be able to like fully be able to articulate myself and I'd be just too wrapped up in my head during the, during mm. the podcast. So for yeah. me, I'm like, all right, so I know I've got a podcast with Anthony. I'm going to increase GABA. I'm going to reduce glutamate because I don't want to be overthinking during the podcast. Um, yeah, that, that's like the cosmetic neurology. And then also as part of that <clears throat> is the, um, is the premise of um, there's something called the snap back phenomenon, which is something that I've sort of discovered is like, taking something to make you deliberately feel bad, like deliberately feeling not optimal, feeling like slowed down, not good, maybe for like two days, but then to have like a rebound effect on day three and for the subsequent next week to then feel freaking amazing, like just to feel. And that that phenomenon there is like antagonizing specific receptors in the, in the hope that it will upregulate and give you like a longer-term beneficial effect. What's up, guys? Anthony here. And the reason I wanted to temporarily interrupt this broadcast is because, as you're probably aware, there's a good amount of time, energy, and financial resources that go into having a podcast like this and being able to bring it to you guys for free. And I was thinking about something fun we could do where... I really like silver, I really like cash, and I want to bring you guys even more value. So what I thought could be fun is only if you've gotten a lot of value from the Biohacking Secrets Show, the Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus, my book, uh, coaching, working one-on-one with me, or any some some sort of communication or product or service that we have put out, whether free or paid, if it's uplifted your life, 
in a way that you feel exceeds the value exchanged between us, I'd like to invite you to make a donation to P.O. Box 7151, Deerfield, Illinois, 60015. That's P.O. Box 7151, Deerfield, one word, Illinois, 60015. And then with that donation, whether it's silver from Gainesville coins, you can even buy yourself some and then throw a little bit in in your package. It could be a cash donation. And along with that, or even independent of that, you don't have to donate. If you're not in a financial position to donate right now, I don't you know, want to take food off your table or anything like that. But the best part of all this is if you could include a letter about you know, just sharing any part of your story that you'd like to share about how we've had a positive impact on your life. Uh, any question or maybe even, you know, one or two questions that you might have that you'd like my help with. I will then uh, put that silver or cash donation to good use. And I will share, we'll do an episode every once in a while where I share your questions. Uh, they can be anonymous if you guys prefer that. And then I'll give you your answers. And I thought it would be a win-win for everybody. It would allow us to keep doing these episodes for free, allow all of us to feel good about the energy that is exchanged for the value that, that we receive in our lives. And it could be a fun way for me to answer your questions and to add even more value. So if that sounds cool, uh, you can go to GainesvilleCoins.com. That's where I buy silver and gold and, and heavy metals and things like that uh, that are a little bit more let's say inflation resistant and uh, recession and depression resistant, recession, I don't wanna say proof, but resistant. And uh, you can go to GainesvilleCoins.com to check those out or you could just throw some cash in with your letter. Handwritten is preferred. I just think it's a lot more intimate and a lot cooler. And again, that uh, can all be sent to if you feel called and only if you feel called to P.O. Box 7151, Deerfield, Illinois, 60015. I actually just, just went for the first time and picked up a bunch of packages today, and I'm super excited to open them on the air with you guys and answer some questions and hear some cool transformational stories and testimonials and stuff like that. So I appreciate you being here. appreciate you being a part of this journey with me. And I got nothing but love for you. Much love for all you guys. And let's get back to the episode. What would be an example of that? Like, I mean, like texting your ex? Or are we talking about compounds that you ingest? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's too good. And I wish I really wish we went to university together. We would have had yeah. so much fun. Oh, you you didn't want to know me in university. I was like, I went for it. I had four years, four four. I did a victory lap, so four and a half years. It was a blast. <laughs> oh man! But well, uh, so it was. Uh, so what are some of the compounds? So like, um, yeah. What's one that stands out that like makes you feel like junk, but then has a beneficial effect after a couple of days? It's ciproheptadine, which is a um, also known as periactin. It's not a, it's not a nootropic. It's actually the very first, um, well, it's a 
first-generation antihistamine and also it's used to treat serotonin syndrome. Um, and so, like, mm. subjectively, that drug, which I've now used maybe 150 times in my career, my life <laughs> career, talking about as if I'm, like, a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, you are. You earn money doing this. You're a professional. <laughs> I guess. I guess uh, put, in, put in a number of hours, probably over 10,000 by now. Um, but, yeah, with, with ciproheptadine, like, so that drug there will – antagonize a bunch of receptors it's not only like a a serotonin blocker it blocks histamine receptors it blocks dopamine d2 receptors it has dopamine d5 receptor blocking activity Um, and so you could imagine just how shit you would feel taking a drug like this and and even even lowers acetylcholine um but what it does is like it, it also lowers cortisol. It lowers a bunch of like nasty stress hormones. Like it's a really, it's like an immediate block. Let's stop the entire stress response. And it's like a, the emergency pill. It's nothing like like benzo dies at like Valium or anything like that. I don't mm. go anywhere near those. They are just like extremely dangerous. <clears throat> um, but like ciproheptadine, um, yeah, I mean like it, it makes you freaking starving like really really hungry it like blocks mm. satiety so like it just makes you want to eat and it'll make you diabetic overnight but <laughs> it'll make you mm. yeah you got to be careful with it and and that's prescription only uh it, it, it is it is but it should be very easy to like get your hands on because like it's an antihistamine drug and so it's like it's pretty it's ubiquitous like it should be easy to to source it is for me at least and when you've taken it, you know, 150 times, what dosage do you take? Yeah, so this is critical because when they prescribe it, they'll prescribe it in four milligram tablets. <clears throat> but if you take four, if you're an absolute noob or like you've never used something like this before, and if you take four milligrams, it will wipe you off your feet completely. Like it will just make you drowsy, like really, really bad. <clears throat> so when I use it now, I'm only using about one one to two milligrams. Um the last time I ever used four milligrams was a long time ago. And that, and I, the next day I woke up and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Like this, I'm, I'm deliberately taking something to give me a disadvantage, really. Right, right. Okay. But then the bounce back is, is noticeable, perceivable. Oh, man, like I have repeated this experiment so many times to figure this out that Every time I do it, I'm like, it is worth it because I I don't know if it's just because of my weird neurochemistry or like I've got some sort of defect in my um, you know neurotransmitter pathways, but it, it it will always give me exactly what I'm looking for. But it will last for like even a week or even up to two weeks. So short term, cool. yeah. I've never tried that. I've got a. I'm gonna reach out and see if I could if I could give it a go. Um, Sweet. This is awesome. The Before we kind of transition in, into testosterone, um, a nice little segue because <laughs> I feel like both testosterone and the, you know, the dopamine centers and the neurotransmitter, uh, ne- the neurochemicals of our brain play a big part in not uh, sex drive, you know, so libido, uh, EQ, erection quality, um, arousal, that sort of thing, sexual performance, if you will. 
Have you found any nootropics that have a beneficial impact on that for like guys that are maybe like, I'm not, I'm not feeling the same level of sex drive that I used to have. I don't have, you know, that like, whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? That, uh, the, the mojo, I'm, I'm, my mojo is, is, is suppressed and, um, and maybe their, their erection, uh, quality isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, the one that I mentioned before, like <clears throat> that bromantane, there's even, there's, there's even one study in rats that it increases, um, sexual receptivity in like male rats. So it just made them want to basically have sex more often. So increasing desire and mounting frequency. Um, mounting um, frequency. <laughs> There's a guy calculating how often the, 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 the mice mount each other. <laughs> What'd you do today, honey? You know what I do. What's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's too good. Oh my god! Um, <clears throat> yeah, so bromantane does have that effect, and and it, it did have a like a positive effect on on my own physiology, and 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 again, a lot of people are also reporting the same effects from that, um, and so like that, it totally makes sense because it does lower prolactin. That like it, it's another mm. way to lower prolactin. That interesting, you know doesn't involve cabergoline or, or some of the parts. I was, I was going to say, I messed with cabergoline in the, in the, in the past. And like my dad got, got Parkinson's and I was like, Oh boy, I'm going to, I'm going to try, <laughs> you know, some caber, see how that goes. And I did notice that it, it shortened refractory periods and uh, you know, had some beneficial effects, but it's expensive as heck. And obviously comes with some other, some other things that I would imagine the uh, bromantine may not. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, it's um I was looking at other like dopamine D2 agonists and um another one you might be interested in. I got my hands on it, but I never actually took it because I was just like I'm actually a little bit nervous to try this. It was um metergoline. M E T E like meter, M E T E R goline. Oh. Um G O L I N E. That's also a um a D2 agonist. Um it was used by you know in in farm like in big by big pharma but then eventually it was like i don't know why but it just got pulled off the market um yeah you'll have to if you do it do some research on on pubmed there's one study in action like in humans where they administered it for anxiety i think and it had a, like a really outstanding uh um efficacy so like it, it helped the vol- it helped a huge percentage of the participants in the study it was actually more than like with SSRIs, like they're so, like the actual effect size of an SSRI is, is actually not that good. No, they're terrible. I mean, I was put on Prozac at nineteen and spent a long time getting off that junk. Um, and then, and then there's even some evidence suggesting they maybe slip in some heavy metals in there too, along with your, uh, along with whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Someone told me that. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is this is all just jokes. We're just making jokes. Um, Okay, cool. And so does that also help with sexual performance? The metogaline, there are some threads, like some some reports of that also helping with that refractory period. Yeah. Cool. You don't happen to know the dosage, do you? Uh, well, it was really, really low. It was even, um, geez, I think it was even less than five milligrams. I'll, I'll check it out on PubMed and stuff just to be sure. 
if I end up going that route, maybe I won't. I don't know. You, you got me a little bit gun shy on that one, <laughs> but that's awesome. I mean, fantastic, fantastic answer. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, testosterone, testosterone optimization for men. It's a nice little, nice little segue here. We got a lot of guys dealing with low T lately, and uh, even you know a percentage of them just end up jumping on bioidentical hormones rather than even looking at why their T is low and what's contributing to that. So maybe give us, give us a little bit of your take of, of what's been driving down testosterone levels in men and, uh, and then what we can do about it. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, like the most obvious factors here is like just a really crappy lifestyle, like, like men that are obese, like consuming crap, like high, highly refined foods, um, and or like actually like nutrient deficiency. So uh, like both you and I know like zinc, magnesium, selenium, like all of these nutrients are essential for testicular function. <clears throat> but then the other factor here, Anthony, is like I think it's actually having their balls too hot. Um, mm. And this is where we can sort of segue into like the icing of the testes because that practice wow. has now become an absolute internet boom since I posted about how it boosted my testosterone to 988 nanograms per deciliter. Like that's my my natural testosterone. I was able to Jeez. get it that high. That's um, great. You yeah. fertile oh, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so the the icing, like the icing protocol there, like I mean, it makes sense because if you have the testes that are t- just two degrees too warm it completely arrests spermatogenesis so you cannot actually make sperm when you when your testes are too warm so think about it sitting at a driving in a car sitting at a desk having a lap top on your lap um mm-hmm. like and then you got the the emf stuff as well um mm-hmm. yeah i think like so many guys report benefits from icing their balls and it's just like literally a free thing they can do three times a day, 10 minutes a day. I like to do it um, just before the gym, always before the gym, um, and then always one session before bed as well. Nice. I remember years ago when I was in Florida, I don't think it was you, but someone someone sent me like an ice pack that looked like a cup for, for icing the balls. I don't think that was you, I, but – I used it for a little bit and then, and then it's, I mean, it's somewhere in my biohacks, but it's still like packed up from Florida stuff. So I haven't been, that's something that I haven't been consistent with, uh, but, but I did do it when I was down there a bit. Um, do you just use a regular old like ice pack? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the one that you would have got sent would have been um, from Joel Green called the Jetpack Ice Pack. Is I that think so. That, I mean, yeah. that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. um, that one there, I actually, I use that one. I like that one. It's just the perfect shape. Um, so, you know, you flip your flip your penis back facing towards you and then just apply the ice pack to your testes. Um, and so just let it sit there. It's just got the perfect – it's not one of those ice packs that's like too um, firm. You don't want to use a block because the block is just right. – it's so hard to apply. But this one here is like just perfectly molded for your balls. Is, is it like is it like jetpack.com or something like that? Yeah, jetpack.com. All right, maybe I'll just – pick up another one of those so I don't have to go digging in boxes to, to find my testicular ice pack. Um, you know, what's interesting. I mean, there's this huge movement now of people too, that are sunning their balls 
a lot of guys, I mean, I talked to a guy yesterday that's like, oh, I sun my balls every day. Like, don't miss it. He's like, do you? And I'm like, you know, when appropriate, but there's a lot of times where like, you can't have your legs up in the air and you know what I mean? Unless there's some degree of privacy. Um, and, and what we also know is that cold can temporarily increase the absorption of sunlight by the mitochondria and the, and the production of, of ATP. Do you ever stack ice in your balls with uh, sun in your balls? I actually, I actually do, but I don't do it as intensely as what everyone else does. I actually do, like when I can, just like you, when there's sun exposure between like 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., uh, um, I'll do like literally just two to three seconds of exposure. I'm not doing okay. like a full like five minutes or or even longer. I think I actually think there's deleterious effects from doing it too long because. Number one, exactly. Like, how how do people not understand that? Like, you're heating up the balls with the most powerful source of heat. Just hold the magnifying glass with your legs behind your head. (laughs) Why isn't this working? (laughs) Doesn't doesn't magnifying my like doesn't burning my ball? How is this not working? Why is my testosterone dropped? Just just burn burn the hair off your balls it's like nature's nature's nair um all right cool so just a few seconds you'll do it and then and and that's to like get a little bit of that photonic energy there but also not to raise the temperature of of your boys yep and also to prevent actual skin sun damage to like I, i don't know much about the skin physiology like around the the testes because i know we have different types of skin Right, based on where your ancestors are from and everything. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, actually, is the other testes that skin around there? Are there is that more sensitive to sunburn, sun damage? I don't it's know. It's gotta be right. If it, it, I mean, it like never sees the sun. How could it not be? You know. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. All right. So testosterone. Keep your balls cool. You ice three times a day. A lot of days for like ten minutes pre-workout, pre-bed, and then some other time. And um, what else is that? I mean, do you credit that for most of, of the, your, your testosterone optimization benefits that you've been able to experience? Because a lot of guys would be like, man, I would die to have, you know, eight, nine hundred, a thousand testosterone and not have to inject myself with uh, PEDs. <laughs> Well, I, I do think that was a like a big culprit, but then I put together like, and this is what I also cover in like the testosterone course. Like I break down exactly what I did from a nutrition, supplementation, lifestyle, icing, all of that stuff. But I'll, I'll, I'll share some of them now. Like I think from the nutrition standpoint, um, I was not holding back in terms of my carbohydrate intake. So I, was ne- I wasn't restrictive at all. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of guys think you have to cut carbs completely. That's, that's false. Um, like I was consuming plenty of berries, plenty of fruit, honey, maple syrup, oats, sourdough bread, things like that. A lot of times my, my sex drive and libido and, and at least what I would feel, what feels like testosterone, I feel like that goes down if I'm too strict with carbs, especially if I'm working out. Oh, I'm the exact same. Like, and that's like, yeah. yeah, there's many mechanisms there. It could be like the increase in cortisol that you get from a low carb diet. It could be like um, it raising prolactin because you're actually stressed and like carbohydrates might help to suppress that prolactin. 
Um, and then also the SHBG. We know that um, carbohydrates can decrease SHBG, freeing up more testosterone. But yeah, from the nutrition side, like macadamia nuts, I was having heaps of organ meats, so like chicken hearts. I was having a lot of those. They're rich in zinc, coenzyme Q10. They're so high in cholesterol. Um, eggs, I was consuming like tiger nuts mm. as well, like Brazil nuts. Um, tiger nuts are the same thing as Brazil nuts? No, tiger nuts, it's not actually a nut. It's a, oh, what is it? It's, it's not, a, it's not a nut. It's, it's from a different family. But if you look up like tiger nuts, testosterone, male rats, um, Mm -hmm. you'll see this, there's a few studies that are really impressive. Um, but then like, yeah, so the, and then the protein side of things, I pretty much capped it at about, um, 1.8 to 2, 1.8 to two grams of protein, uh, two grams per kilogram of protein per day. Um, that was again from def- definitely not vegan sources of uh, of um, protein. Um, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. All right, this is great. So macadamia nuts, chicken hearts, eggs, tiger nuts, which I've never eaten or heard of, to be honest. Uh, Brazil nuts. You capped your protein at 1.8 to 2 grams per kilogram per day. And uh, that kind of along with some of the other things that, that you've got in that course. Um, so, guys, if, if, if you want to pick up the, the Nootropics Masterclass, the Testosterone Masterclass, go to ergogenic.health, E-R-G-O-G-N-I-C.health, um, enter discount code biohacks. And, again, I'll have I'll have links to these in in the show notes. Um, and then let's, let's kind of bring this – playing home you you had another thing that that for us to discuss which i'm gonna butcher but it was para parazanthine yeah 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 never heard of that either what's going on with that yeah parazanthine so like everyone's heard of caffeine everyone's heard of and then a lot of people would hopefully know of theobromine which is found in Mm -hmm. chocolate but then there's the third metabolite which is parazanthine and parazanthine just got neglected for a number of years but now like it is going to be, I personally think paraxanthine will be the next caffeine because okay. um, it's much more gentle on the, on, the, on the body in terms of not affecting like heart rate and blood pressure. It imp- it, there's a number of studies in humans administering paraxanthine as a nootropic to improve various aspects of cognition, tasks like task switching ability, like sustained attention, alertness um i've actually got some right here um and the dosage is 100 milligrams it's 100 milligrams per per capsule they've used up to they've used up to i think 400 milligrams per day um and my buddy my buddy sean wells he's um well the world's world's one one of the world's greatest he's the world's greatest formulator he's he's an ingredientologist he's patented a number of um ingredients he's he'll be releasing this one um fairly soon so shout out shout out to to my man sean wells nice what's what's his website so we could pick it up when he releases it 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 will be um it's it's seanwells.com um and also it come it will be released under um nnb nutrition nmb nutrition uh double n so n and nb and nb nutrition and spelling of sean uh, S H A W N. 
seanwells.com. Okay, awesome. And is, I mean, is, is that, is perizanthine something that can be purchased now anywhere else or we got to wait for Sean to sell it? Well, I would wait. I mean, it's not, it was supposed to be released fairly soon. I don't know. There's always delays and I'm sure it's because of the virus. Um, uh, I'm sure that would affect manufacturing, but um, yeah, uh, it will be released fairly soon. So probably by the time, I don't know how long this, when this podcast will be released, but maybe in the next few months. Um, awesome. I'll be doing a really comprehensive like YouTube video. Um, so if, if people listening in want to go to like, if they just search like boost your biology on YouTube, just go mm-hmm. over there. Like, cause I've got tons of videos on my YouTube channel with like all of these cool ingredients. Um, so I'll probably have a video released like fairly soon as well. Sweet. Maybe we'll have uh, Sean on when, you know, when he releases that and talk about, talk about per- perizanthine and some other stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, this has been fantastic. Uh, Lucas, anything else that you feel compelled to share that you're excited to talk about? Um, obviously, I think, I think guys, if you got value from this, share up this episode um, and, and go to ergogenic.health and, and enter discount code biohacks to pick up those courses that, that Lucas has put together on nootropics and testosterone. If, if you really want to go deep on this stuff, deeper. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else that you'd like to share? No, I mean, here? like, I'm just, yeah, super grateful that we we reconnected. And, um, yeah, for, for those listening in, I guess, like, the biggest takeaway is, like, try and build a level of, like, self-awareness when it comes to, like, experimentation. Like, I think the biggest weapon that or the biggest, you know, tool you can have in your toolkit is actually having that extreme level of self-awareness so that when you're undergoing these experiments, like, you can truly see like which ones are helping you or serving you and then which ones are not. And you literally just ditch the ones that are not and just keep the ones that are. Like it's a very sure. pragmatic approach. So um, 100%, yeah. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Like intelligent experimentation with with uh, asymmetric risk, you know, high, high potential upside, low or no potential downside. And, um, and then – bring the awareness to be able to notice those cause and effect relationships and what's beneficial for you. I love that. Yeah. Well, uh, Lucas, thank you so much for coming on, brother. This has been a great conversation. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, you're on Instagram at ergogenic health on YouTube, boost your biology. Uh, ergogenic.health is the website where you guys can go to get those courses. I've mentioned discount code biohacks and, uh, Yeah. Thank you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep spreading the good word and helping to empower men and women in this this area. You're doing great work. Thanks, man. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to getting you on my podcast as well. Absolutely. Yeah. We got to schedule that. We'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get that booked. All right, brother. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks, Anthony. Cheers. As you may already be aware, my specialty is working with entrepreneurs, Olympic athletes, executives, and high achievers to help them unlock ultimate performance in body, mind, and spirit. If you want to lose fat, build muscle, activate untapped brain energy, and feel 10 to 15 years younger, my proprietary coaching process is the secret behind many of the world's top performers. 
Here's how it works. Over 24 weeks, I will walk you step-by-step through a personalized process that utilizes your blood work to build you a custom game plan for taking your physical and mental performance to their maximum potential. I believe in testing, not guessing, and have proven time and again that personalized results crush anything that you could achieve following the one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter programs that litter the internet. With regular one-on-one coaching calls, I'll guide you through a personalized process for achieving massive, unparalleled results in your life. My proprietary process includes blood labs, testing, and advanced health diagnostic tools, upgrading your metabolic engine, personalizing your nutrition, optimizing your sleep, upgrading your cognition with brain-targeted supplements, smart drugs, and peptides, balancing your hormones, building strength and muscle mass, detoxing heavy metals, pesticides, and toxic chemicals that can slow you down, building resilience and bulletproofing yourself against stress, integrating time-restricted eating uh, through advanced fasting protocols, increasing oxygenation and supercharging your immunity, and of course, tracking and monitoring your progress with science-based tools and expert accountability. We also leverage personalized biohacks that will help you to achieve your physique and cognitive goals faster than you thought possible. And on top of all that, for a limited time, I'm offering three special bonuses that you get to choose based on your desired results. So you pick three from the following five options. Bonus option number one, upgrade sexual health, libido, and performance. Bonus option number two, get rid of pain and recover like an athlete. Bonus option number three, get rid of parasites, candida, Lyme, mold, and chronic fatigue. Bonus option number four, get more youthful looking skin, thicker hair, and healthier nails. And bonus option number five, fix your gut and optimize digestion, which ties in very well with bonus option number three. There's no faster, more effective way to tap into your full potential, get in the best shape of your life, and have your brain consistently firing on all cylinders. To apply for one of these limited half-off spots, go to www.biohackercoaching.com, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-E-R-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com, fill out the short form and grab a time for us to talk. Full disclosure, I'm offering half off in part because we're building some cool new case studies and success stories that we can showcase in a infomercial style project that we're working on. So if you're at all on the fence, I encourage you to fill out the short form and grab a time for a free consultation with me to see if it's a fit. After you've applied, you can also text me to request to have your application moved to the front of the line. And that number is 847-989-3743.